This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap episode 43. This is Rajeshree Sen and this is Abhinandan Sekri. So we have a lot on our plate this time. Yes, so we better be quick about it. You want to yeah. tell us what we're going to talk about? We have a sexual harasser, we have a acquitted murderer. We have people who've been committing blasphemy right now. Then we have some really cool shows from Netflix. So and this doesn't seem like a very light episode. No, so let me lighten the mood <laughs> a little bit. We have something to do with a condom ad which just was made a while ago but it's on air right now because it's topical. Um and also we have a very interesting grant from uh the british version of sohail seth pierce morgan uh <laughs> we shall go over that too but first let's get straight into the trailers that were released this week rajshree so when you tell us the first one tube light what's it about what do you think ye aakashvani hai khabron ke anusar kal der raat tak dushman ne bhartiya post par bhari bombari ki ab tak 264 jawanon ke shaheed hone ki khabar aayi hai एक ट्यूबलाइट की तरह होता है देर से जलता है लेकिन जब जलता है तो फुल लाइट कर देता है So, Tubelight is Kabir Khan's new film, which is going to be out, and Kabir Khan's been giving a whole bunch of interviews on shows which you do not watch, Abhinandan. And uh, he's been talking about how easy it is to work with Salman now, and Salman contributes to the script and so on, which is worrying in itself. So, the film obviously stars Salman Khan and that other great actor, Sohail Khan. Yes. Okay. Okay. And <laughs> it is. about it set during a war and what so i'm talking from someone's point of view who knows nothing about history as such so what you will see when you watch the trailer is it has indian people it has chinese people and uh, it for once doesn't have gong li in it but it has zuzu not the vodafone Zuzus right. okay Then. this is ZHU ZHU it's also one of the last films that Om Puri did oh nice so of course you don't see him in the trailer it might have been better if they thrown him into the trailer but uh, if you do some research which we do a lot of over here it's set during the 1962 Sino-Indian war the trailer as it by itself i think is quite interesting as trailers go unlike the other two trailers we have discussed on this show which follow the graph of the film of yeah. Sonakshi Sinha that terrible film that you oh, watched noor noor you that do, you all made me you do all the heavy lifting yeah. while i just watch the trailers <laughs> so but as trailers go this is very interesting although i'm surprised to know about the uh, the the chinese uh, aggression what we call the chinese yeah, aggression yeah because gandhi ji is there because bapu is also in the trailer i mean not the real bapu but someone <laughs> who i'm assuming is bapu so who knows maybe kabir khan and all thought just throw him no, in no maybe good. that's but It, through the trailer you can't tell exactly what the film is about hmm. uh and it is a very sweet trailer it's sweet he looks quite endearing so i watched uh, bajrangi bhaijaan and i gave it a glowing review and uh because i really felt that it was one of those films which was about india and pakistan getting along which needs to be made i believe you should love your neighbors and all that and he had a very endearing character in it and i feel this is similar to uh bajrangi in the sense that that had a little girl who he protects this has a 
little boy, right, who we keep seeing through the. Right, but before we get quickly into that, uh, I would just like to point out the next time you judge me for <laughs> liking uh, your Hani Singh song. Uh, I will remind you that A, he said we should love our neighbor like Pakistan, which is not possible because I don't want this to be a political podcast because Pakistan cannot be loved. I'm not uh, John Lennon. I and you like Bajrangi Bhaijan, I will not let you live this down. Uh, but while I liked the trailer, I uh, stumbled upon a YouTube channel called Bapao Giri. I guess that's how you pronounce it. It's hmm. B-A-P-A-O-G-I-R-I. And this young boy who has his own YouTube channel has broken down how this trailer is completely ripped off from the trailer of a film called The Little Boy. <laughs> and it appears even the film is a rip-off of Little yeah, Boy. Yeah, so Kabir Khan has just made an announcement today hmm. that the film is a remake of Little why, Boy. Why, why don't they say beforehand that we are make, remaking that film? Because why do they have to get caught and then make this? But, you know, what I find is that uh, our heroes... And uh, if those of you who will read about The Little Boy and see the trailer... We are so starved for characters... That our stars are so, uh, I think it's really, it's it's really pathetic mm-hmm. that they're doing a lot of remakes where they are playing, they're remaking a film where the protagonist is a child. Yeah. And they said, and I'll become this cute, adorable. Deli- because you the know. film it's ripped off from the child is the star. So the, the others so, are yeah, the supporting. So, so in the original film, that child may have to be eight or ten years old. That yeah. role is being played by Salman Khan. Because I suppose IQ-wise, maybe. They've gone That's with that. That's unfair to say. I've I know. It's known. very cruel. Like, I like the sensitivity that Abhinandan no, I'm not has saying it's cruel. I'm saying it's unfair. I don't give a shit about cruelty. I think it's unfair. <laughs> but anyway, it looks like it will be a hit. Well, anything that Bhai does on Eid will be a hit. Another trailer about a war. Again. Hmm. But made not by Kabir Khan, but by Christopher Nolan who made Dark Knight and Interstellar. Right. Is My favorite a, film, by the way. Yeah, Interstellar. Second favorite, maybe. Or favorite. Is Interstellar the one in which you shed a tear? <laughs> probably, yeah. That's yeah, probably the one. That is yeah. the one in which you shed a tear. Okay, so Christopher Nolan's new film, Dunkirk, is going to be out in July, and they've released the trailer. What has happened is a colossal military disaster. The call went out. We have to go to Dunkirk. Ready on the stern line. What are you doing? You know where we're going. Into war, George. I'll be useful, sir. They need to send more ships. Every hour the enemy pushes closer. You're weekend sailors, not the bloody navy. You should be at home. There's no hiding from this, son. We have a job to do. Where's the bloody air force? It is stunning when you see the way they make their films. So Christopher Nolan is also known for not using CGI. So he actually uses wartime planes. All those thousands of people you are seeing on the beach are thousands of people on the beach. So it's... uh, Like Bahubali. Like Bahubali. Any second Prabhas was going to run out, but Kenneth Branagh came out instead. Mm. So Dunkirk, for people who don't know what it's about, is about the 1940... uh, operation that had happened, which was 400,000 troops, British troops, were stranded on the beaches of France and Britain sent in forces to rescue them because they never let their people basically die on foreign. Yeah. Now, it's interesting. So Harry Styles is acting in it and it's a big thing because he's the One Direction, uh, one of the team members who now they're split up. And uh, you should read the Times, uh, Time Magazine review of the trailer. 
we'll give the link below because they've written it also stars some guy called Harry Styles because they are just being flippant because he's most probably got a larger fan base than Kenneth Branagh, James Darcy and so on. But uh, what is Among it? the young people because yeah. I didn't know who he was till I was <laughs> asked to read up before the show. So just saying. So he shot the film with antique fighter planes. He refused to use CGI. But what uh, really marked this for me, you saw the trailer. What yes. did you think of the trailer? It's a fantastic trailer. I think um, Christopher Nolan's scale of cinema is truly spectacular. I think what he really has is he has the ambition of uh, the Bahugali Rajamoli. Hmm. As in, like, you know, we discussed yeah. it. Rajamoli has ambition at scale. He can manage like 2,000 people, 400 crores. Yeah. But what comes out of that is crap. Yeah. But just the fact that you can manage those kind of resources and those kind of that scale is yeah. something that very, very few people in the world can do. So Nolan can do that, yet Creative. have the, there's, there's a certain message and an emotional, you know, tug at his film mm. and even, you know, the aesthetics and the yeah. cinematic value is that of world standard. Anyone in the world, you know, you could compare his cinematic ability. So I think he's brilliant in that sense. And what I loved about this trailer is at the back, in the background you hear... Winston Churchill's speech which uh, was we shall go on to the end we shall fight in France we shall fight on the seas and oceans we shall fight with growing uh, confidence we shall defend our island it is by far if you've uh, done elocution if you've debated and so on his oratorial skills like our own Mr. Modi were fabulous and this is the speech which so normally when Churchill used to make a speech in parliament he used to then read it out on the radio this is like Monkey Bath he was ha, like Monkey Bath the original Monkey Bath he also <laughs> there are many similarities between both of them but this was the only speech which Churchill refused to read on the radio because he's he didn't believe what he said. But he said, I have to make this speech to rally the forces because he said Britain is going to get their ass kicked in far more parliamentary language. So it's just very, very well made, I felt. the. And just for the record, I can't stand Churchill. So That's why I yeah. complimented him a little more. The other interesting thing that happened was Emma Watson won an MTV award for her film Beauty and the Beast. Which I watched. How is it? Very bad. It oh, was really? horrid. So, but so this film had uh, had a whole range of really good actors in it. It had Emma Watson. It had Emma Thompson, Stanley Tucci. It had the works absolutely, but it just felt fell a little flat because I don't think they managed to put it together the way Disney films were put together before. Anyway, MTV jury obviously didn't agree with you because yeah. they gave her this award. Now the thing about it is we've discussed this in an earlier podcast. Yeah. of the awful and awesome that MTV had genderless awards they removed that best male and best female uh, segregation so this time they awarded what they called a gender neutral gong now true to form this guy called Pierce Morgan who's basically Suhail say to the little more brains yeah so basically just and whatever can get him publicity yeah. he latches on to that he's as foolish as him but he's a little smarter um, if Sohail Seth had an ability to present a show, he would be Pierce Yeah, Morgan. so Sohail does present a show and I will oh, make sure that one? we have the link below. Sohail Seth has his own YouTube channel and it's it's mind-bogglingly okay, I'm uh, not aware bad. Of this. But, uh, Pierce, but Morgan, Pierce Morgan basically went on a rant 
uh, where he said that, uh, you know, what is this nonsense? Should we ban the word man from life as well? Should nothing be male or female? Hmm. So on his show called Good Morning Britain, I think that's what his show is called. So here's the exchange. He has two uh, co-anchors with him, both female. Yeah. And this is the exchange that happened. I can't. This is going to just dominate my thought process for weeks. <laughs> Although, to be fair, to be fair... Let's not be fair. The <laughs> journalists' awards are not done by best male journalists... And female. And best female journalists, best male newsreader, best female newsreader. Mm. They're, they're gender-neutral. So we come from an industry which already embraces gender neutrality. So mm. maybe this is just the acting world catching up. So basically, the two ladies on his yeah. show made a very valid point that... Journalism awards aren't best male journalism, best female journalist. It's just best journalist. So if they have that in the acting yeah. category, what's the big deal? He didn't have an answer other than that smug look that he has. Um, so, yeah, that was that. What do you think of this, Rajshri Sen? So I've always felt that why should you not... Like, why should we, you be comparing best male actor, best female actor? If you've acted well, you should get one award. So I'm all for it. And it's not because of, uh, like... Because uh, men and women are equal, I think, as a uh, as an art. Like, it's like best songwriting. Hmm. Whether I'm best female songwriter also does not make sense to me. That it's what is the product that I'm creating. So, in that sense, I'm all for it. I, uh, but then, Ronak compromise is hai. Ronak? I mean, awards, Ronak, Naj Gana. That is the only thing. I mean, at the end of the day, it is a market exercise. So... Best comedian, best negative role, best yeah. Yeah, so best you can remove all that then and say just best actor, Haan, best, actor. best villain. Matlab negative role be positive. Matlab supporting actor, actor kyun? Bhai, se ek hi kar do. To bhai, okay, this is this so is like, way, it's like it's like Punjabi tappe. Jab assi lene gaye whatever. I'm weeping on this side. No, wait, you know, like, Punjab se So then you do pout tappe. So then you you know you, you'll say stuff like je bangda ta sajda je nache munde di ma bangda oh, like nache 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 munde da da da. Now if you say only one character, ah, that's just nache munde da relative. Ha. So, so like that also. So you know, maybe pairs man that only. Best actress, then best actor. So okay, you have this to, is really worrying me. We've got you the, know because bloody I went to Bengali wedding, I fucking fell asleep. So I've always so said that bride and No, so I'm all for this. I think it's excellent. What was also very uh, interesting this time, normally so I watch the MTV movie awards every time. They are great fun, absolutely. And all the stars turn up and it's uh, very tongue-in-cheek and so on. But this is the first time in a while that it has been so political. And even so, sadly for Mr. Trump, even the uh, MTV generation seems to not be liking him. So it's not just the old fuddy-duddy journalists who don't like him. Just an interesting statistic I'd like to throw in. Did you know that only 80,000 votes made him president? That swung the electoral college in his favor. Across three states, that swung it in his favor. 80,000 votes. That means 80,000 people in the U.S. have made him president, effectively. But that 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 was that the margin. That means it's a flawed system. That According I don't know, that's me. a different debate, <laughs> but yeah. There are three ads which are out uh, just now, one of which is Tata T's latest ad, which is the Jagore uh, campaign that they have, and they've always had interesting ads with that. So because uh, exam season is going on, they have an ad on uh, student depression and suicide. 
Uh, it's been made by Malin Lintas and uh, I thought it was quite a sweet and nice ad. Like you get the point of the ad and it doesn't seem like you're stretching reality too far. So it's about this boy who's going with his father. He looks like he's in class 11. Like he says, he says the class I've got. He could be in first year college also. Yeah, but he's walking with his father and they're going to find out what his results are. And he keeps telling his dad, oh my, like he's explaining the way we used to also that, you know, math may be a little low, but history I've done well and all. And the dad doesn't seem... Preparing the dad Yeah, the he's worst. basically <laughs> doing management expectation, what I call. But the dad is like listening to him, but he keeps saying, okay, let's go have an ice cream. And the son says, what are you saying? Like, let's just go and see my results are coming out. And the dad says, no, let's have the ice cream. What flavor do you want? And he keeps focusing on that. It's very sweet, but it basically says, don't stress over the results. Results will it's come about, and go. It's, a, it's about student depression due to, you know... Parental pressure. Parental pressure and stuff. So, I I mean, I, I think it's a very uh, important uh, area for people to focus attention on mm-hmm. because of, you know, the kind of pressure. We hear a lot about the quota suicides. Yeah. Entrance exams, it's... It's a very competitive environment. I didn't think the ad was that great. Um, though I think the message is a very important one. Hmm. But just one thought I had, uh, because in the end, the father says this. But dad, what if I fail? So, it's okay. The pista khayenge. Okay. He says, what if I fail? So, so what? Now, um, I just thought if we were to make this ad in different languages hmm. and say the same thing, hmm. the message would be completely different. Like if if one was again, you know, <laughs> if Punjabi <laughs> thing, you'd picture. But all Punjabis anyway. You you'd picture. He's a Tokyo. Yes, the message can go either way. That's true. I don't know in Bengali in how Bengal, would it translate? How, you what, what would it come? Basically, be ostracized. People are not encouraged to fail. You have to get ninety nine percent, and if you don't get ninety nine percent, not that getting ninety nine percent will do anything for you. You might become a creative uh, writer in an ad agency. That's about and what's as wrong far. with that? Nothing wrong with that. I'm all for it, but it's not that it means anything that you. You won't like your... discover radium or something. Yeah which I almost did, but instead I'm doing this podcast because right. I decided to slum it slightly. But uh, it's, I think the message is sweet, but uh, I, I'm i not very pro this thing of saying, okay, so fail. I don't think that is also a message that needs to be told to anyone. But then I'm a little bit more cynical and stricter. Right. The next ad that we'd like to talk about is of Prega News. It's basically um, the importance of making offices more pregnant woman friendly uh, so that a pregnant woman can continue to work and contribute in her working environment while also being taken care of like her physical um, needs would need her to be. I think the ad is about three minutes long. Hmm. This ad could have been made in one minute. I think what the YouTube has done is earlier effective ads were made in 30 seconds or 60 seconds. Now because you have YouTube, they're like Even, short films they can be. Which can be, like that Google hmm. ad, which was a short film, but it was justified. It was like really nice. Hmm. Here, the message they're giving could have been given in 60 seconds also. I think it's about 3 minutes so that YouTube will release it. Like many clients when I used to make films, 
अच्छा इतना पैसा तो सिर्फ साठ सेकंड की फिल्म बनेगी आप दो मिनट की बना दो ना लाइक इट मेक्स डिफरेंस लाइक किलो के हिसाब से आप फिल्म हाँ. मतलब फिल्म टेन सेकंड फिल्म कैन कॉस्ट मोर देन अ थ्री आर फिल्म ऑल्सो बट एनी वे आई फाउंड इट डिट डू वट इट सपोज टू डू एंड आई डू थिंक दैट वेन कम्स टू प्रेगनेंसी मैन शुड गेट एज मच लीव मेटोरिटी लीव एज वुमेन या सो नाउ अराउंड नाइन नो इलेवन ईयर्स बैक आई हैव टू से McKinsey India used to give paternity leave to its employees so whether your wife wanted you to come and help her or not you had got that paternity leave which was quite a it was one month or three weeks hmm. and you could take it before or after uh, the child had been delivered but it was one of the rare companies which did that and but coming to this ad what it shows is that there's this woman who is pregnant uh you don't see her first you see the boss and the male boss talking to his male colleague and he basically is instructing that move her desk and move her stuff out and uh you know food needs to be given every half an hour and so on and it's not a suspense film so we'll just say what happens basically she walks into office and finds out that her room has been her desk has been cleared out when she goes she marches towards uh, hr to complain she passes a room which has been now allotted to her which has been created to make her life easier because now it's on the ground floor she doesn't have to climb stairs and all and just to show that her boss means business he comes in and says that we've come to we want to make your pregnancy a little easier but there's a client meeting at 10 now i speaking from the point of view of a woman but also as someone who has led a team and there's it's an office space at the end of the day uh of course you should make people's lives a little easier because your body the person's body physically is going through a change but to think that you will every pregnant woman will be given a room of their own in an office one is illogical two it's a little too trite i found the ad like you know everyone's so kind and so thoughtful wow but when i watched the ad and of course you know being indian liberals you tend to kind of be too cynical about too many things hmm. at the same time be too upbeat about others there was an image i saw last week hmm. uh, i think it was on twitter of a woman uh, a laborer who's hmm. carrying bricks building a building and you see this everywhere you go hmm. in this little cloth that she started it's like half yeah, a, a ripped sari sling with her child who must be a couple of months old in that sling flung behind her back while she's carrying about eight bricks on her head and if one of those bricks would have fallen would like crush her child and th- and you see I saw that in an image and it hits you but you see these images every day when you drive mm. across the city. So yeah, I mean I'm not saying anything is good or bad but I'm just putting things in context like when you see an ad like this ki bhai kursi niche chali gayi ye chali gayi and at the same time you see things like that on a daily basis and and these people are building government projects, roads, flyovers. So I mean I don't know. It's just yeah, it's ironical but it's praga news for you. Chris Gale who's a cricketer I'm just letting Abhinandan know this because he thinks that cricket is not a sport it's a game and I don't think he knows do you know who Chris Gale is Yes okay after this ad you definitely know who it is so Chris Gale around a year over a year back in January 2016 was in the news for telling an interviewer female interviewer he basically hit on her he essentially hit on her quite obviously while she was interviewing him live while she was interviewing him live and he told her don't blush baby hmm which is all fine and dandy 
but uh, our Indian and he got a lot of criticism for that. He got a lot that. of criticism. He, he was, was fined ten thousand dollars by Australian Cricket Board, and uh, so one would think that he would also want to live this down slightly. And most other thinking people would not want to uh, ride on this infamy till you come upon the guys who make score condom or at least their ads. Yeah. So, score condom. <laughs> the ad apparently was made in Jan, but because IPL is on now, it found its way on air uh, over the weekend. And in the ad, he's saying, "I'm a bad boy. I'm bad to bowlers. I'm a bad boy, baby. I'm a bad to girls because they like me." And then and a girl girls comes, like bad and boys. a girl comes and says, "Don't blush, baby." So yeah, that's the ad. It's on air. I thought it was really badly made. It's low budget, obviously. They spent yeah. all the bu- money. On Chris Gale. Chris Gale. So, so the rest of the production values are. There's a stool. Are, they spent on the stool. You, you and can even. I mean, even many of Apple's ads are very minimalistic, but there was still you could tell a slickness. It's very like it looks like shadi video slightly type ad. But uh, yeah, I'm surprised that stuff like this flies in our country. Yeah, but then again, everything. And flies. it was made on. It was released on the one year anniversary. It's like a celebration ad. So, mm. uh, when we wonder why people sexually harass people why it's so like sort of cool hmm. to just hit on someone even if they aren't interested in you and all it's because obviously people feel that uh, okay, again, this I is think kosher the baby out of the, I think it's okay to hit on people whether they like you or not because there's no way to know whether they like you or not so you'll only know after you hit on them but while on air someone doing her job in as a, a journalist in a professional space I'm saying yeah. when no, no, you're you professionally said, interacting with huh, yeah, as a rider huh. okay I should have clarified if I am sitting across from someone and uh, say even as a uh, when I was in PR if I'm talking to a client of mine however attractive he might find me and however attractive I might find him I would recommend that you not hit on me right then and there maybe later ask me out there's a way there's a place and time for everything and what this ad sort of glorifies is that if you're Chris Gale and if you're a bad boy the place and time is whenever you want the place and time to be excellent also uh, last week Stephen Colbert those of you who watch um, US satire he's one of the most successful late night hosts he was in the middle of a controversy because he had a closing, you know, it wasn't a closing, but he had this set hmm. where he really lashes out at Trump. And it's basically making fun of Trump using Putin and his, you know, assumed or satirized yeah, gay, gay relationship. And he says that, you know, uh, Stephen Colbert's mouth is a holster for Putin's penis. Hmm. And other such gay jokes. Now, the point was that it appears as per this routine. And even someone who I like a lot, Bill Maher does that. Hmm. The ultimate insult for a heterosexual man is making fun of him, assuming he is a homosexual. Yeah. Which is the problematic area. And I think in that, this too was problematic. Although it's a funny line. The point that they're making is that, you know, um, see, he's gay. So I think that still exists in even some of the liberal TV hosts in the hmm. US. And on it's the It's a very schoolboy kind of joke to make. It's huh. a little boy joke. At the end of the day all men reduce themselves to little boys when it comes to these jokes. Okay. It's like Chris Gale being a little bit of a bad boy. Okay. I disagree but <laughs> but I just think um the backlash of this was that he has to be taken off a fire Colbert was yeah. trending all Trump supporters. But I think the confusion was some Trump supporters saying he should be fired. 
because he made fun of Trump and others are saying he should be fired because he made a gay joke which is politically incorrect because a true conservative would not have a problem with a gay joke being made. Yeah. So that is, and you know, some people are comparing it to that entire trend of fire below rally and it worked. Mm. The, but the only All thing the people is, yeah. that were consistent in why they wanted him fired. Here, the two groups wanting him fired was for opposite reasons. So I think that's why I didn't gain much traction. And there's an Indian involved, as we found out, because the Federal Communications Commission, which is going to be investigating this, although there's nothing to investigate, as we found out when we were reading about it, uh, is headed by someone called Ajit Pai. He's the chairman. He's of Indian origin. He's American, He's a, probably. Yeah. So Ajit Pai is going to be checking whether Colbert's remarks are obs- obscene or not. Now, the rule is that after 10 p.m., such content is allowed. Now, the like why I find the investigation bizarre is that Colbert is aired at 11.35 p.m. So that it's should obviously be after 10. End of the investigation, but, but no. Depending on which, you know, East Coast time or West Coast time, so you never know if it's 11.35 this time. Yeah, it may not be on that right. side. But um, I just think this only obscene comment, uh, obscene content should be allowed after 10 should also be, uh, you know, in India, they should allow obscene content, which they already do. So, you know, all uh, the debate shows on Republic TV Times. Should definitely. I I think there's a lot of room for obscene content, but you can't watch those shows with your children. You know, with this man going mad, I think it affects them emotionally as well. (laughs) And then... It's affecting the adults also. (laughs) So, I would just say that even India should have that rule where... Uh, all our obscene content that is uh, our debate, primetime debates should should be late night content. So Stephen Fry, who I am a big fan of, he's uh, a comedian, he's a script writer, he's also, uh, he has bipolar disorder and he is one of the strongest, uh, most vocal uh, advocates of uh, medication being used to control your mental disorders and how you can you know how you can lead a full life despite being schizophrenic or having bipolar and so on because he is living testament to it. He's There are very few men who are as successful in the arts and entertainment as Stephen Fry is. Now, Stephen Fry has found himself sort of in the crosshairs of the Irish because he made, uh, he was on this show in 2015. So it's a little, they've woken up a little late in the day. It was an interview on a channel called RTE and the program is called The Meaning of Life. And Stephen Fry uh, spoke about God. He was questioned about God, his belief in God. And if you follow Fry's writings, he has always been very vocal about his views on God and religion. He's uh, he's an atheist. And uh, this is what he had to say. And you walk up to the pearly gates and you are confronted by God. What will Stephen Fry say to him, her, or it? I will basically, what's known as the Odyssey, I think, I, I'll say bone cancer in children? What's that about? How dare you? How dare you create a world in which there is such misery that is not our fault? It's not right. It's utterly, utterly evil. Why should I respect a capricious, mean-minded, stupid God who creates a world which is so full of injustice and pain? That's what I'd say. Now, the Irish police are going to be looking into this matter and they are investigating a complaint of blasphemy. Because Irish have that law of blasphemy. But what I also read was that the person who filed this complaint Mm. 
has done this to show the ridiculousness of this law. I don't know if that's true or not. Okay, so the Guardian hasn't said so, but the Guardian can make mistakes and not mention these things. So what I read was that he's being... Uh, like he's being investigated and it is quite sad because we always look to the West and say, look at them, they have freedom of speech, they can talk about anything. Well, not always going by Colbert and Fry. Well, in Colbert's case, I don't think anyone's attacked his freedom of speech. They're just investigating him if it is within the norms of late night TV. Mm. I think an attack on freedom of speech is when either you're bodily harmed or the state comes at you. So Ireland, I'd say, is more of an attack on freedom of speech. Colbert's is just a disagreement. Okay, so I've got the guy who's made the complaint. He said that I told the Garda, which is the police, I wanted to report Fry for uttering blasphemy and that channel RTE for publishing and broadcasting it and that I believe these were criminal offences under the Defamation Act. And uh, he'd made the complaint... A couple of years back. So Achha, the cops just, have also... Police hai. So same, same, but different. I want to recommend a show on Netflix called Dear White People. It is uh, all sorts of brilliant. Dear white people. I just want to say that I find your show offensive. Having a black vibrator does not count as an interracial relationship. And highly divisive. When you ask someone who looks ethnically different, what are you? The answer is usually a person about to slap the shit out of you. We need to come together at times like this. When are you going to wake up to your white privilege, man? Um, I'm black. Sorry, brother. Thanks for calling. It's about a predominantly white Ivy League college which they say is similar to Harvard and all, but it's not really. It's Winchester, I think, the name of the college. And it's interesting because it's set in today's day and age. It's about a group of black students who are there. There are around 40, 50 of them. Their dorm is a separate dorm to the other uh, students who are white. Not that the black students want to be integrated into the dorms of the white students, but everyone seems to be, there seems to be a relative amount of peace on campus. There's this show, it's called Dear White People because it's hosted by, uh, she is uh, what is called mulatto, that you have a white one white parent and a black parent so she's a mixed race and she has a show called Dear White People which addresses racism and on campus the kind of racism that you have but you realize that it takes just that one incident for the power keg that is racism like boiling under the uh, layers right now in America to just burst and it's very, very well made. I think it was a 10, it is a 10 uh, episode series. It's all the episodes are on Netflix right now. It also does a fabulous takedown of uh, Scandal, which is Kerry Washington's show where she is a black woman who's having an affair with the white president of America. And that has been touted by many white reviewers as, oh my God, just see how evolved we are and this black woman is being shown as having an affair with a white president. And it hasn't been received well by it's the other community. It's very stupid because, and they show, so in this, in the Netflix series, that show Scandal is rebranded as Defamation is the name of the show. And they keep all the black students sit and watch Defamation in shock at, like, how can they show this? So there are lots of commentaries on Beyonce, on there are a lot of pop culture references, but it's an interesting show to watch to see how, uh, racism is sort of ingrained 
in people in America, you think that also that reverse racism, there's a, uh, they basically have a Halloween party, which is a blackface party. So all the whites turn up dressed as slaves. <laughs> so the blacks say, dude, that's not cool. You mm. can't, do you realize what you're doing? So they say, but you can dress as a white person. We don't mind. So you know that total lack of understanding at yeah. why people get upset. Yeah. You see a lot of that in our culture too. Yeah. So you must watch it. It's really But good. I just like to use this opportunity to just comment on while, you know, Indian cinema and entertainment is trashed hmm. considerably, sometimes with good reason, for just ripping off stuff like Salman Khan's film or like yeah. Black Wars or like Barfi Wars, all these films that are considered so good and then, you know, two months after the release, you realize they've been ripped off frame by frame. I think it's also a lot to do with a culture of not want to touch anything that may offend. Yeah. So therefore, everyone's too careful. So when you're too careful, everyone's not making what they want to. Because, you know, when 100 people are thinking, just letting their imagination go wild, mm. they'll make something. Or that 10 things will be great. Two will be brilliant. Mm. But if the, the 100, before they even thought of it, they're saying, no, they don't do So 100 said 10 already. Ho gaya. So then everyone goes through with a formula of success that's worked elsewhere and that doesn't offend anyone. And that is a big loss for our politics, our creativity, our arts, and everything else. So I just think that has damaged India in ways that cannot be quantified, are easy to get upset and take offense to everything. But one thing that was released also last week was Amish Tripathi's um, film, uh, book on Sita. Sita. And while he is kind of a sort of the... These days a Hindutva poster boy. He's making yeah. the right noises to make sure that in the current dispensation, he's looked upon as kindly, like Chetan Bhagat also hmm. does. The cover of his book had uh, M.F. Hussain painted that. They would have been yeah. dead. Because it is a very curvaceous, sexy woman. It's a very leaping, And body. it's... It is attractive. It is, you know, this backless thing. And, no, no, you know, there's definitely was, something very sexual it is, about it. Is, it is sexual. Yeah. But, um, which is fine. But, you know, the point is that if M.F. Hussain had painted Sita like that, he probably would have, you know, been hounded out. Yeah. But uh, Amir Sapachi goes, which is a good thing. I mean, I mean, more power to whoever designed that cover, do more of that. But, yeah, it should be consistent. And the biggest pop culture phenomenon, the man whose name is on everyone's lips including Bollywood stars, media, anyone. You just ask anyone and they know who he is, has returned to our lives. And on Saturday at 10 a.m., I got up and I sat down in front of my TV to watch him. And he did not disappoint. Arnab Goswami is back with Republic TV. Which, just to upset uh, Mr. Subramaniam Swami, is not Republic TV on Twitter, by the way. It's Republic Every time he talks and mentions, every time Goswami talks and mentions uh, Republic TV, he says Republic. He does not say Republic TV. The TV is written in very tiny font in the dot after it. Now, uh, Arnab gave a monologue for around eight minutes before, before like revealing before what... Before the rest of his monologue. Yeah, before the rest the of the monologue. monologue of the monologue. Now, first, I'll say the vacuous things because I like being vacuous like that. One is that Please, someone tell him to have a haircut and to wash his hair. It's very upsetting to see this long lock. Like, he's not Bradley Cooper, so that hairstyle is a little weird. Also, when he was interviewing, I don't know who, during the ARP uh, 
this thing reporting that they were doing he had to keep tucking his hair back behind his ear so it's a little upsetting but more than that arnab's concept of journalism is very worrying because he na- he stated three things about journalism hmm. that they were going to do second of which was that he is proud to be a nationalist and he believes that every journalist must be a nationalist and he was shocked that after all that the army has gone through people questioned the army for simply putting a civilian on the bonnet of the car as a last resort to defend themselves mm-hmm. so we should not question anyone at all and he has also said that he will he will ask the questions that need to be asked and so on then i watched the i watched around this is what i do for news laundry and they are thankless for it i watched around 5 hours of republic tv through the day and that's super prime time okay just so you know uh, insurance does cover mental cover yeah please illness as well uh, i will uh, did you watch super prime time i d- will be honest i didn't really watch the whole thing i tried to do a to and fro but you see in the morning is also when the nba the conference finals are coming right now so there was so you uh, chose nba over this is why two of of uh, the golden state warriors this is why it's good to have minions who clashing. will suffer for uh, news hey, laundry i will not say uh, whether he should cut his hair or groom himself because you are better jo, person jo, than me apne gere baal mein dekh you should not kisi ko kisi baal katane ya aapko jaisa dikhna hai dekho I get so many messages ki tu nahaya kab se nahi itna ganda lagta hai to theek hai I think Arnab whether he wants to shampoo his hair cut his hair it's great I just think his definition of journalism is so but let's be honest I think he is not even pretending to be a journalist anymore we'll do discuss more of this on hafta but uh, cut a long story short I think there was uh you know colleague madhu trehan hmm. had said i think she was like that indian optimism no no you know when he comes back he'll change the game again he'll again. do it he'll huh. become a completely different journalist i had no faith in that and yeah he's come back madder than ever i have to say it's not just him it's people like ravi shankar prasad who came on the show and before they said anything which show see i call it a show also came on the channel and uh, he said that before he said anything about shahabuddin and lalu prasad yadav he said annab i want to thank you uh, for calling me and congratulations on the new channel and it's so good to hear your voice because it was like a like that was a bromance happening so good to hear your voice and uh you're back and you are effectively the uh conscience keeper of the nation when a bjp like he's a cabinet minister says this to you as a journalist Hmm. You, I don't concept. know whether the minister should kill himself or Arnab should, and he should have said, "Na." And the Padma Shri Award will be announced next year, so we've reserved front row seat for you. It was ridiculous on every front. Also, that studio is massive. He kept saying, "I'm my massive studio, my ma- dude." He what? said, "Massive studio." Yeah, massive studio, massive studio, massive. God. Last week's question was, which beach is Baywatch set in? Raj will give you the answers and also those who got the answer right. Yeah. So the TV show was also set on this beach and as is the film. It's set in Venice Beach, LA County, California. And uh it's filmed but this one is filmed in California and Hawaii. 
and uh, we have lots of people seem to know this little bit of news so palash has as usual got the answer correct and yogeshwar dhanesh arshad and samir right and this week's question is in the mtv movie awards who is the actor who is called a non binary actor who gave the award who presented the award to emma watson and by non binary the context is gender so this actor doesn't identify with either gender yeah so let us know and um what dear white people i really strongly recommend it and um thank you mr sekri thank you ms sen and while we have recommendations watch the conference finals that's a wrap all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel